This episode is brought to you by my good friends at Huzo. Huzo is an acronym for human sound. Huzo delivers uniquely enhanced human toning sounds through headphones as well as through pads placed on your major acupuncture meridians on your body, which are your wrist and your ankles, thereby introducing a specific modulated frequency that are balancing and harmonizing throughout your body. One session takes about 30 minutes, and during that time, a strange series of tones create a natural resonance in your body that Huzo claims counteracts the harmful EMFs, toxins, and stresses you are exposed to during the day or just normal living, all while balancing the body, leaving you with a clear head, improved health, better sleep, and the feeling of calmness and well-being. You can try one at www.thisishuzo.com slash rebel. Use the code rebel25 to save $25. The folks at Huzo even have a great payment solution for you with terms up to 12 months. Check it out. I highly recommend this machine. It has changed my life and calmed me out. Thank you and enjoy this episode. We need to not only be grateful for our medical doctors that have assisted us this far in our life, we need to be grateful for ourselves that we are awakening that there is better choices out there. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. On today's episode of the Rebel Health Coach Podcast, I have Dr. Nancy Tromboli. Nancy has taken lessons that she learned from her father, an Episcopalian priest, and from earning a black belt in Taekwondo and have used those as a foundation for all her hard work and dedication implemented into her business. She built a multi-location, multi-doctor business with over 40 employees and has worked with up to 150 patients per day. This has allowed her to master the art of taking complex health issues and breaking them down for others in a concise, comprehensive way. She shares her knowledge through platforms such as her YouTube channel, which currently has over 100 videos to better your functionality. Facebook Live videos, and her new book, Stealth Health. Stealth Health is written for the person who knows there is a better way towards health than medications and surgery, but might not know how to access it. Very often, there is a better way outside your back door, and you don't realize it. Stealth Health takes a unique perspective on healing and how you can ask better questions to improve your own health and discover your own resources. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and thanks for joining the Rebel Health Coach podcast today. Much love and enjoy. On today's episode of the Rebel Health Coach podcast, I have Nancy Tromboli with me. Nancy, welcome to the Rebel Health Coach podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great, Tom. I am excited to be with you. I so appreciate what you're doing and how you have your finger on the pulse of, I'm not going to say what people need to hear. Well, not what they want to hear, but what they need to hear. The stuff that's out there that people don't know about. So I love what you're doing. I I appreciate that immensely. And and thank you so much for reaching out to me to be on my show. Uh, We'll get into that in a minute. But you reached out to me in November and I think my that was when I was going through some struggles with my mother. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear about that. And, yeah. Uh, but now, um, uh, you know, I'm, the grieving process is always going to go on. And, and right. uh, I, I'm just, I've gotten better over the last few weeks. So now I'm back in, in, the, in the seat and in the chair and starting to do this again. And I am glad you're my first guest of the new year. And ah, me too. 
Before we dive into your upcoming book and our conventional medical system, who is Nancy Tromboli and what, what, you, what was your path into this world of holistic health? Okay, so um, yeah, my first adult book is coming out in April. It's called Stealth Health, Take Back Your Power and Unravel the Mystery of You. Mm. And um, I recently, I say my first adult book because I do have a children's book out called Little Squirrel Girl about a squirrel that I adjusted and um, she was able to live a full and happy life. And if you have any four or seven-year-olds out there listening, um, there's a great twist at the end. Okay. But my chiropractic journey started when I was a senior in high school. And I knew I wanted to be in the healthcare field Hmm. um, as a profession, but something inside of me knew that there was a better way than drugs and surgery. Hmm. And so I was standing there in homeroom one day as a senior, and I was thinking about what I was going to do and all that. And a little voice in the back of my head said, why don't you be a chiropractor? And my initial thought was, What's a chiropractor? So I think I was literally called to be a chiropractor. Um, I never had been adjusted before I went to chiropractic college. And I went to Life University. I know where you're in Atlanta right now. So that's where Life University is. Got my undergraduate degree in biology. Chiropractic college is a five-year degree that's compressed into three and a half years. I um, graduated in 1993 and got a job that year in Indiana. Uh, And that's where I am now. I'm in Northwest Indiana, right outside of Chicago. Built my practice from me and one employee to uh, nearly 40 employees with two locations and four doctors. Wow. Over the last 20 some years. Yeah. So um, built something huge um, and I'm very, very proud of that. Um, my, I was always one that if you came into my office as a patient, my job was to figure you out. And it didn't matter if it was in my four walls or not. That was my mission for you. I was going to figure you out. So I created a great community of holistic practitioners in my neighborhood and other chiropractors because we would refer back and forth. I had an excellent reputation with the medical doctors in my county, in my area. It was always over the last 26 years, medical doctors might say to a patient, well, whatever you do, don't go to a chiropractor. And then the patient would say, well, it's Nancy Trimbley. And they would say, oh, her? She's okay. Nancy's fine. You can see Nancy. <laughs> so I do get a lot of referrals for medical doctors. Um, I grew to specialize in uh, infant care and pregnancy and disc issues like slipped discs of the neck and of the lower back. I do a specialized technique for decompression of the lower back discs. So I've seen a lot of people that have already had surgery that want to avoid surgery, that have already had multiple surgeries, that are failed surgeries. So that's been exciting because I get the, I get the people that are like, they're hanging by a thread, hmm. that they don't know what else to do. And then they respond beautifully. So that's really exciting. That's awesome. That's really yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love what I do. That's good. It. It's, it's always nice to love what you do. Mm-hmm. I love to see the transformation in people. Yeah, absolutely. That's always, you know, that's one of my best feelings I get when I'm doing what I do is when somebody says, I've never thought I'd feel this way again. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. And that's where we're going to dive a little bit today. But mm-hmm. before we do, I appreciate you reaching out to me in November. Like I said earlier, and and I appreciate the fact that you said you were a fan of my podcast. So I really appreciate that because I love hearing from my fans mm-hmm. and my listeners. Period. But the episode that you brought up in the email was that, but with David Nor, the healthcare is broken. Let's fix it together. Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm very passionate about this conventional healthcare system versus a healthcare system that actually helps people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, but your the, the part where I want to go here is you said I agree with a line of your line of thinking, but I also disagree. 
I, like you, hope to see radical changes in healthcare before I die. For you, it's seeing medical doctors and holistic providers working together, as in health coaches working with medical professionals. For me, it's toppling what I call the system, which stifles safe, effective, holistic health paradigms. Here's where I disagree. It will not be you or me or legislation or any other professional groups that will make the change. It will be our patients, clients, and listeners. They have the power. Yeah. That, yeah. that is so true. But how do we get, and this is where your book goes, how do we get those people to start voicing their opinions? Because a lot of people, give me one minute and I'll let you're going to answer. Sure. First of all, I believe that God made our bodies with an amazing system. And our bodies are a temple. And given the right environment for healing, our bodies will heal itself. And, you know, a lot of us go to the doctor and we're put on medications. And we're, we're, we're basically given a medication that we're supposed to be on for life. <laughs> yeah. And, and we need to, you know, where do we go here from here, Nancy? What, how do we do this? Oh my gosh, I know. It's a huge question. I'm, I am so glad you asked that. So your first question you asked was, how are we going to do this? For those uh, that, you know, we're speaking to the choir, at least partially out there to your listeners, how are we going to do this? I like to say as a business owner, I'm a small business owner and have been for 26 years. um, People talk with their feet. You can do all the focus groups and questionnaires that you want, but it's when the public chooses to spend their hard-earned money and valuable time to do something and pay for something. That's how it's going to topple. For those of you out there that are chiropractic patients, chiropractic warriors, perhaps, because you know how amazing chiropractic can be. You walk into your chiropractor's office with three problems. Doc, I'm not sleeping. Um, My hip hurts when I sit in the car for longer than 15 minutes. And um, man, my stomach's been tearing me up lately. One adjustment and all three of those things are better. And if you were to take that chiropractic adjustment and put on the other side of the equation, going to your medical doctor, who's going to give you three pieces of paper, one for painkiller, one for gastrointestinal medicine, and the other one, uh, Ambien. You know what? Which one are you going to (laughs) pick? Right? But But the problem is, is that the fantastic, like you were calling them, true healthcare methods, they're invisible to the public. And it's because of the system that's been working against us our whole life. Yeah, absolutely. Our whole life. And the system, as I define it, and it's a capital T, capital S, the system is, it's conventional medical care. I mean, I have medical doctors that are friends. They didn't want to get into it and be, you know, just be handing out white slips of paper. I know it, but it is a conventional medical model, not the individual doctors. It's the pharmaceutical companies. It is the food and the chemical companies, which sometimes are one and the same. It is the health insurance companies, unfortunately, the advertising and media. Mm-hmm. Which are hugely working against us. And along, you know, getting swept up as collateral damage is research and academia. Mm. And that breaks my heart to say that because, uh, I mean, I, in Stealth Health, the book, I quoted over 110, I have 110 footnotes. So I'm, I'm looking for research to help me out. But unfortunately, it can be tainted by the almighty dollar. So that's the system that's been working against us. I mean, I'm 55 years old. You're 60 years old. When we were kids, when I was seven years old, I was put on antibiotics seven times Mm -hmm. because that's what you did. 
And if you're our age and younger, man, that, that the antibiotic thing has created, wreaked havoc in your body for your whole life. And the conventional model, the conventional medical model, as you said, treats a symptom. It treats a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Whereas holistic care providers, holistic care providers know that your body is an amazing miracle. That our educated, book-educated minds have cannot explain it. I just finished a great book by Isabella Wentz. Wentz. Oh, yeah. Yes. About Hashimoto's thyroiditis. I know that book well. Oh, my gosh. She like really dives in and she says, medicine, we can't explain how the thyroid works. It is so intertwined with everything else. It is not nailed down yet. And that's the case with our whole body is we haven't figured it out. No matter how much they want to say they have, every day new research comes out that tells us more information, even about anatomy, even things like as physical as anatomy, let alone the biochemistry that's going on. Absolutely. So where did the divide happen? Where did there seem to be these two vastly different things related to healthcare? Because I I have patients that have been, you know, for years saying me, saying to me, why doesn't my medical doctor like you? <laughs> why, why doesn't my medical doctor understand why I want to come to the chiropractor? Well, it didn't start in 1950. It didn't start in the year 1900. It started back at the time of Hippocrates. At the time in ancient Greece. Oh, you're going to go way back. I got to go way back. Okay. And you know, I know you love books. So if you want to read up on this, Harris Coulter, he wrote, um, he was he is a historian, became a medical historian because he loved chiropractic and homeopathy so much. He wrote a four volume research set. It was the last uh, volume was published in the 90s. Each volume is 800 pages. Wow. So this is intense reading. But the, uh, the fourth volume goes into this particular, what I'm going to tell you right now. Um, so at the time of Hippocrates, there was two ways of looking at the human body and healing. Now, he uses the words, I think it's called imperialism and something else. I can never keep those two straight, so I rename them. Okay. One is a mechanistic model. So I call it mechanism. The mechanistic model says your body can be divided up into pieces and parts like a machine. And each one of those pieces and parts can be studied independently. This is how conventional medicine works. That's why you have your dermatologist, your cardiologist, your gastroenterologist, and all these different body parts and organ systems studied by different people. The vitalistic side, vitalism, vitalism means that, and this is on the other side of the coin, that your body is more than the sum of its parts because it contains life and it cannot be explained. The life force is beyond our human understanding. And vitalists believe that if you give the body what it needs to heal or you remove the interferences from healing, the body will take over and do what it's intended to and heal. So here we are today still with these two modes of thinking, mechanism and vitalism. Mm -hmm. The mechanists are the conventional medical model. And here's the other thing. They do not treat the individual. They treat a diagnosis. Exactly. Your individuality is lost on them. Your history, your genetics, your upbringing, your previous issues, they look at right here, right now. It's very tunnel vision-like. They don't want to hear about that other stuff. Right. 
they treat they and that's why when you go uh, to a medical website, when you go to your medical doctor, they will label you with a diagnosis, which is just a label. And very often, most often, it's just a Latin translation for what you're feeling. For instance, plantar fasciitis. It sounds very fancy. I've got, doc, I have this pain in my foot. Oh my God, I can't walk on it. It's killing me. It affects everything and every day. Oh, you have plantar fasciitis. Well, if you break down the word, and I in self-health, this is one of my steps to teach you about you and your, your mission. Um, plantar is the bottom of your foot. Fascia is the, the tissue. It's like a big, thick rubber band. And itis is inflammation. So you went to your doctor. You said, the bottom of my foot hurts right here on this thick band area. And he said, oh, plantar fasciitis. He just translated you for Latin, into Latin what you said. That's it. That's all they did. Gastritis. It's just a Latin. It's just a Latin translation for your stomach hurts. If you say irritable bowel syndrome, oh, my bowels are irritated. Oh, you have irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> what the heck? Well, who cares? Okay, so that doesn't tell us anything. You're just labeled. Oh, so I, but <laughs> yeah, go I ahead. Mean, it, right. I mean, you know we're. The system is working against us, and, and and you know the sad part is, is I see people, and I, I know a couple of people who had their thyroid removed. Oh my gosh! Just based, and these are young ladies, or that they're, they're now they're older, but when they had their thyroid removed, they were basing it on, and this is the one that pisses me off the most. So I'm going to go here. Go there. Doctors will run a TSH. And not anything else for your yeah. thyroid health. And that one pisses me off because TSH is made in the brain. Right. So what is that telling you about your thyroid? I, and, and this is where I think we need to give the people the power. Mm-hmm. Is that they need to know what labs that they want ran. You, mm-hmm. as, a, as a client or a patient with insurance, you have the right to request labs that you want to mm-hmm. request. Yes. And I think that we need to say, here's a list of labs that you need to ask for, whether you're female or a male. And this is what you should say and say, okay, doc, what, which are these labs you're going to run? Because a complete blood panel or a comprehensive metabolic panel and a CBC aren't enough anymore. Not at all. And I talk about this in Stealth Health. I have a a whole chapter on the four questions to ask your medical doctor when faced with testing. One of my subchapter title is, let's see, it is walking. Um, let's see, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's being the boss when you're in your medical doctor's office. Now, before you can be the boss, though, you've got to do your homework. Like right. in this thyroid case, this great book by Isabella Wentz, it is full of big, long biochemical names. Uh, she talks about the the different thyroid um, markers. Uh, markers, T3, T4, and but she explains them. But when you're a lay person, and I and I talk about this in Stealth Health too, you have to study this. You have to know this. You have to know about yourself. Take notes. Study it like it is the most important test of your life, which it is. This is mission you. This is you unraveling your own mystery. And you don't have to learn everything about the human body, but man, you got to learn about you. Because once you do, you'll know more than your medical doctor. You should. Because they learned about the thyroid when they were in school 10 or 15 years ago. And all they know how to do, and I'm sorry I have to say this, but they know how to lead you to take a medication. Right. Well, that's because (laughs) big big pharmaceutical companies back the universities that doctors go to. Yes, they do. And that's sad. Yes. So the doctor's going to school to learn how to take care of you, but he's being trained by somebody who's given the college money for helping him learn and helping him get through school. Yes. Um, University of California, San Francisco campus gets $500 million a year from the United States government for research, which um, 
is just, it's just a pharmaceutical front, really. Right. It's sad. It's really sad. But the, the pharmaceutical companies have big pockets. And that's why research gets mixed up with it. It's called ghostwriting, where a, someone will write a paper that promotes the use of a certain drug. But then a medical doctor who is a leader, he's a leader in academia or has got a big name, will put his name that he wrote the paper. It's called ghostwriting. I'm reading another book right now. You should get this one. It's called The Triumph of Doubt. And I'm sorry, I forget the author. I just started it. And it's all about this, how research in a lot of different arenas, including pharmaceuticals, and it talks about how it's swayed and it's bought. And that's what's sad. I mean, that's what's sad. And it's not all like that. I mean, there's some troopers out there in the labs that I know that are doing some great research now, but it's it's at least some of it that's being tainted by money. The other part is about, like you said, that uh, we need to take back control, but we also need to research. That's another yeah. problem because Google, <laughs> <laughs> God bless Dr. Google, <laughs> but Google has changed their, whatever you have to call it. I don't even know the term for it. Logarithm. Yeah, their algorithms. Algorithms. Yeah. To, 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 let's to see. hide the stuff. Yeah. Their, Google's new mission, and this is, uh, I linked to this in the footnotes in Stealth Health. Google's new mission is to direct, um, direct public thought, direct public thinking. And, you know, it's a time I, I, I think you've already, I think you've seen my book already. Did I send it to you? Because no. you keep, t- you, every single thing you say, it's like, oh, that's no, another chapter. I, I, when you sent me the outline of the book, I'm like, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. I'd love to write this book. <laughs> All right. So in Stealth Health, I talk about the big three questions, the big three powerful questions. The question number three is, where are my resources? And I talk specifically about how you cannot just put your symptoms or your problem into the search engine anymore. You cannot do that because the whole first page of, of search results, it's manipulated. It's, right. it's uh, where the system wants to trap you back into pharmaceuticals and conventional medical care. So this is what I recommend. And this is why the work that you do is so important, Tom. I recommend that you start with books like Isabella Isabella Wentz's book, uh, My Book, Stealth Health. You start with books, with Mark Hyman's books. Start with books, podcasts, and documentaries. Start there with your research. Well, because the podcast, the podcast don't, I mean, we don't make any money for this. Some people do that are, are sponsored, but I don't. And there's a lot of other ones that aren't. And we... We're not tethered by yet. Let's knock on wood. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. we're not tethered to the big farming com- companies. They're they're not going to cut us off because. So, and one thing I will say is for right now, I've been using a, a, a for the search engines uh, is DuckDuckGo. I've heard of that one. I'm going to write that down. So, if there's anybody out there that wants to research whatever the doctors diagnosed them with. If you go to DuckDuckGo, and I'm sure that eventually Google's going to buy DuckDuckGo, and then we're going to have to find another one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that's the sad part is because you really, really have to dig. Yeah. And uh, it's sad because it is what it is, and I, yeah. I, I don't know how to stop it. But, you know, the frustrations people feel out there are real. I mean... That how their issue, whether it's their gut or their migraines or their heart or their edema or whatever it is that stops them in their tracks, it stops them from experiencing the joy of their life. And we've only got this one life to live as far as we know. And and that just breaks my heart that people are so distracted by their pain and problems that they can't live their true right. life's purpose. So I feel like, and then, you know, they, they try, they think, you know, I'm going to go to my medical doctor and, you know, I'm going to wait three or four weeks for that appointment and I'm going to go and fill out the paperwork and they're going to give me the answers. It's going to be like lightning is going to strike and they're going to say, I know what it is and here you go, take this, you'll be, you'll be 
good as new in a week. And they go to that appointment and it's not, it's, we get let down over and over again. And, and talking about the system is all fine and good. And we know it's there and we know advertising on TV is all pharmaceutical based. We know when we read our favorite magazines, you know, those three and four page drug ads with all the fine print. I mean, the, even to this point, Tom, where the TV shows with the medical, like the medical doctor that has those angelic, innately, like, uh, you know, clairvoyant qualities, and he's always so handsome and adorable. <laughs> I mean, I believe, and I'm a little critical, but I believe that the, that is also placed by the system. Right. But this is. This is the point I'm getting to is that once we recognize a system for what it is, and we know that all these holistic methods have been shrouded from us for at least a hundred years, then we understand if we can see the system for what it is, we can't unsee them. And then we can really start to search. Oh, that's what I wanted to bring up. Things like chiropractic and homeopathy and naturopathy, We as practitioners should be seeing every single person on the planet because everybody could benefit, but we don't. We see, I think it's 11% of the population at this point. And the way that these holistic care, care providers like myself have been displaced to second class citizens, actually- A voodoo doctor. We are voodoo doctors, yes. It started back- with John D. Rockefeller in the early 1900s. John D. Rockefeller in 1906 was the wealthiest man in the world. He was a billionaire. He got wealthy because of his oil, um, his oil refinery. He owned like a huge percentage of oil production in the United States. So he was a good businessman, of course. He was the son of a crafty businessman. Okay. He had byproducts from his petroleum. With these petrochemical byproducts, he wanted to do something with them. And at that time in the United States, there was hundreds of medical schools. And the medical schools produced doctors that weren't conventional medical doctors as we know them today. A third of them were homeopaths. Like every school had its different focus. And he found, and oh, at the time, most medical doctors dispense their own drugs, like in powder form. And what was realized at that time is that one a particular petroleum byproduct could uh, refine the drug and also it could be compressed into a pill. So it could be standardized. The medications could be standardized into milligrams or however they measured them at the time. So John D. Rockefeller, who being a billionaire, had a lot of control over legislation. He hired a guy, his name was Robert Flexner. And it took Robert Flexner a few years, but he went around to every single medical school school and studied them and brought the results back to John D. Rockefeller's called the Flexner Report. Mm. They took hundreds of medical schools and closed the majority of them till they ended up with less than 50. And in those less than 50 schools, they standardized medical care to how how we know it today as being the conventional medical model, which was reliant on pharmaceutical drugs. And in the process, vilified specifically homeopathy and called it quackery. At that time, that's when the war on alternative healthcare providers started. Hmm. Now, this is also the very um, early beginning of the chiropractic, which was just discovered in 1895. And the first school of chiropractic had opened and chiropractic was starting to get its licensure. But in the 1920s and 30s, hundreds, if not thousands of chiropractors were jailed. For practicing, yeah. And they would spend some of them a few days in jail, some of them months, some of them years in jail. So this added to that 
vilified category of this holistic care provider. In the 1960s, and this is not in stealth health, I did not include this, I don't think, um, the American Medical Association in the 1960s forbid any of their members to socialize or refer to chiropractors. Hmm. And it took 20 years for that federal lawsuit to be, uh, for the verdict to be handed down, but they were found guilty. And I'm going to tell you, even today, I have patients come to me and, you know, tell me things like, you know, my doctor, my medical doctor told me chiropractors would paralyze me. Oh, they said, don't ever, don't ever see a chiropractor or, you know, all this type of horrible stuff, which is not true. So that exists today. The vilification started over 100 years ago. So not only do we have the system working against us, but the person that you trust with your healthcare, your medical doctor, not only do they have no idea what chiropractic is, they've been taught that it's substandard, which it is not. It's just different, not dangerous in any way, just different. And that's sad for the patient. Like I can deal with it. You know, I don't mind it. I actually look forward to one of my patients come to me and tell me a story like that because because <laughs> their medical doctor probably doesn't know that they're gunning it over to my office to tell me. When a client comes to me or it wants to come up, it wants me to help them. You know, I have an intake process, and the one that always gets me is, "Well, my doctor told me my blood lab tests are normal." Yeah, I said, "Well, how does it, how does it feel to be normal? I don't, I don't, I don't really <laughs> want to be question. normal. I want to be different. I want to be optimal. I want to live an optimal life, yes. not a normal life." You know, and, I, and nobody understands that blood lab chemistry markers and the fact that normal is a collection of people and, right. and your, what sample are they right, using? And then they're sick. There's people that yeah. you're sampling sick people and saying, okay, that blood lab chemistry is normal in this right. range. Right. You know, and, and, and then, you know, and the lady, my hair is falling out. We, can you help me? Well, first of all, we need to run some other labs because these labs aren't, don't even look like. I don't, I don't have enough information to, to see what's right. going on. Right. You know? So right. I, I, one of the things that I, I am come, putting together, and, I, and I, I like the fact that you brought, that brought up that I try and help people, I am putting together a, a, a one sheet for lab work. So you can have, it will be on my website eventually where you can track your lab work from the physician. Excellent. Over a six month period to a year period, it's a spreadsheet. So you can add columns whenever you want. but and then you can put in there the markers and I'll have optimal and normal markers. So you can put your markers in there. You can see the difference, you know, and you got to ask the doctor, hey, wait a minute, this is not within range. And you're going to get bad looks, you know. You're, right. I suggest you find a doctor that explains that to you. And if, right. you're doc- if you're paying for a doctor and you're paying for medical insurance and the doctor's not willing to sit down and talk to you, I suggest you find a new doctor. Yes, that's one of the other things I talk about in Stealth Health. Um, when I talk about where are your resources, I talk about accumulating your healthcare arsenal. I define your healthcare arsenal as those people in your life who are assisting you on your mission, right. your mission to unravel the mystery of you. And I recommend that that first ally that you have is somebody in your neighborhood, somebody whose office you can go to, you can talk to face-to-face. And that could be, like you said, a medical doctor that maybe has a more holistic bend to them. It could be a chiropractor, it could be a homeopath, but somebody that is willing to share their own resources and help you along on your path. It's like, you know, like we said, unfortunately, a lot of the medical doctors just, they don't really know what they're looking at when they look at, look at the medical tests. And if everything says, there's nothing that says high or low, everything's just normal. They tell you you're fine and, you know, go home, go home with your problem, which is just, and you still feel like crap. Right. So there's something wrong. And the thing about medical tests too, the the standard medical tests are really just looking for a crisis. They're looking for organ breakdown. When you see liver enzymes showing up on a blood test, that's so, that's bad. That's really, but it doesn't, medical tests won't pick up organ uh, subclinical liver malfunctions. And you know, you know, today, Tom, everybody's liver is overburdened. There's so many toxins. Well, there's so in many our toxins society. in the world, right? Yeah. 
And that doesn't include alcohol. And that doesn't include alcohol, no. right? The food we eat, the air we breathe, the lotions we put on our body. Right. The cosmetics, the oh, hair yeah. products. Cosmetics for women. That, pesticides. The um, deodorant. Yeah. Deodorant's uh, the, a big one for ladies because that's where your most breast the, cancer appears on your right or left side. The antiperspirants, yep. right? Because mm-hmm, it blocks the lymph channels. Yep. Yes, I, and you know, there's a lot you can do. Uh, speaking of that, there, I mean, there's an, other techniques out there called lymph drainage. There's right. a massage for lymph drainage to move the lymph through your body. There's uh, detox mechanisms we all should be doing, and that's the thing about holistic healthcare in that vitalistic realm. Like you said before. We don't need to have a disease or a problem to benefit because it's just going to elevate our health potential, get us closer towards optimum. I don't think any of us are ever going to be at optimum, but it will help you, your body to function better and better and better. And that's what's missing with the American uh, conventional medical model is that it's just diagnosis and disease specific. Right. It's not vitalistic. It's not whole health. It's not true healing. And we need medical doctors. We need the medical system for crisis care, for injuries, oh, and, and for um, end-stage diseases. And they do great at crisis care. That's where they should be. Right. They should be just focused on that. And we've we, and somewhere along the line, we were tricked into thinking that, oh, my medical doctor is going to help me stay healthy. Well, no, <laughs> it's not true. That's far from the truth, actually. I'm it's sorry to say that. It's far from the truth. It's sadly it, far from the truth. I think it's sad that that's what people believe. Right. And we've been led to believe that. And, um, you know, just like I don't, just like in my office as a chiropractor, I don't want somebody coming in with a broken arm or having a heart attack. That's a crisis care. Right. Go, go to the ER. I don't want you here. And at the same token, I don't think a medical doctor wants people walking into their office and saying, I'm here, doc. I feel great. What can I do to be better? They'll be like, uh, right. what I you? don't know. Right. <laughs> I hope that you are enjoying today's episode of the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. I am taking a minute to interrupt the show. Sorry about that, but I need to do some general housekeeping for the new year. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you frustrated you can't lose weight no matter what you do? Are you tired of taking handfuls of medications every day and still feel horrible and tired. Is that you? Well, then I have four open spots available for the first quarter of 2020. And all you have to do is book a free 20-minute consultation with me to discuss yourself, what your issues are, and we can talk about if I can help you. So all you need to do to book that 20-minute consultation is go to my website, www.thomunderwood.net, tomunderwood.net, and go to services at the top, scroll to the bottom of the page, click the link, and schedule a free 20-minute consultation with me to talk about you and to see if I can help you and also to see if we're a good fit. Let me help you get off that roller coaster Get off that hamster wheel and lose the weight and feel optimal in 2020. Thank you and enjoy the remainder of this show. Now, one thing that I want to say is I can't wait to read your book. I'm so excited for you to say that. When's it coming out? It is coming out in April. Uh, Our pre-orders should be ready by the time you drop this podcast. So you can go to my website for that. I'll have that in the show notes. Yes, thank you. And our pre-order is going to be on Amazon? It'll be on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, some of the things that that I liked about reading some of your stuff that she's uh, a chapter outlines is empowering these people or empowering people. Period. Not just these people. I shouldn't say these people because I'm one of those people. But I'm kind of, I've been a rebel all my life. Got, you know, like right now, I've got a hernia that I'm trying to heal myself because my, my doctor thinks I'm crazy. You know, but 
I, I've always, I don't, you know, when, when I was handed the prescriptions due for my disease that I was diagnosed with, I threw them in the trash and said, I'm going to fix this myself. But not mm-hmm. everybody does that. Right. So one of the things that I like to tell my clients is when, next, when you go to the doctor and he puts you on a medication, and not an antibiotic, by the way, this is any, like a medication for high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. You ask the doctor, what is he going to do to help you get off that medication? Yes. Yes. And yes. nine times out of 10, he's going to look at you with a stump face and say, well, I don't really know. Then you find a doctor right. that will and help then you. you. Find a, and then say, okay, yes. doc, thank you. I'll take that medication for right now, but I'm going to find another doctor to help me. Yes. Because One of, those doctors are out there and they're becoming they more are. and more popular. They are. One of the uh, patient stories I tell in Stealth Health, and it's actually in multiple places because it is, I mean, th- I'm so proud of this patient. He had a heart attack, his first oh, heart goodness. attack. Yeah. And um, he was put on seven, seven medications mm-hmm. because when you have the diagnosis and that first heart attack, and this is how medical conventional medical care works now too, is just a side note, it works by an algorithm, which for those of you that were absent that day when they taught algorithms, it's one, it's uh, like it's like a flow chart where one thing leads to the next thing, leads to the next. It's like a board game where you just go from step to step to step right. to step. So the algorithm says you get on the seven medications. Hmm. Well, this patient of mine he started to have anxiety. I'll bet. And panicky. I'll bet. And he he was irritable and he uh, his legs were killing him and he had back pain and he was finding it hard to do his job and his kids didn't want to be around him and he started to become suicidal. And at that moment, he thought, what is going on? And he looked up the side effects of the medications mm. and they were all side effects. Mm-hmm. So he took it, he took upon his own mission to get himself off of the drugs. And luckily a friend of his referred him to a different medical doctor mm-hmm. who made it his own mission to get him off of those drugs. And together they worked. There was books to read, there was documentaries to watch, there was diet changes, there was all these things to do and monitor, but now he's completely off of all of those Good. medications. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the and other he, thing that pisses me off me about, I'll go inter- sorry for interrupting, no, okay. but I got me all excited because this is, <laughs> this is something that just pisses me off because we all think that doctors are the best and God bless them because they all originally went to school to help people. Right. It's it's the system that screws them up too. Yes, yes, yes. And a lot of that has to do with big pharma and big insurance companies because yes. they're only allowed the average time a doctor is allowed to see you is seventeen minutes. Is it seventeen or is so, it seven? It's well, it's between. I, I, I just <laughs> it's not a lot. <laughs> it's not a lot. So that is the average time a doctor sees a, cl- a patient is seventeen minutes. So. That was a, a, a from 2019 statistic. But here's the thing, and this is something that bothers me also, is while you're asking the doctor about the drug he's given you and how he's going to get you off of it, ask him what nutri- nutrients in your body is depleting. They don't know. Because they don't know. They don't know. They don't know because they don't learn that in right. school. There's no courses on nutrition. And if it is, it's like, one little course, maybe that's an elective. All right, watch your sugar and carbohydrates. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But so, yeah, they. That's because they're not. They're not healthcare doctors. Right. They're not health doctors. They're disease doctors. Right. And that's where the frustration is again. Um, I ju- I'm reading a book right now. Oh, and gosh darn, I forget her name. Her first name is Lily. Uh, it's a book on pregnancy and nutrition. And I wish I had it in front of me hmm. to, so I could plug her because it's a great book. She's an RN. And um, that was her frustration when she was pregnant is that the only thing her uh, OBGYN told her was, uh, don't eat sushi. <laughs> wow. And there's got to be more to it than that. And there is. I mean, pre- and pregnancy, nutrition is so important for your developing baby. It's 
it's crazy. And they don't teach it because they are not health doctors. They are disease doctors. Right. They do look upon pregnancy as disease. You know, I, I am grateful. Like you said, doctors do have a place. And that is oh, for, yes. like when my sister got in a, an accident over the summer, she had traumatic brain injury. And I'm oh grateful for that doctor. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've all been there. We've all had our, we've all had our traumas. We've all had right. our, our, our glances with horrible diseases that would have killed us a century ago. Yep. And now they don't. So yeah, we should be very, very grateful for that. And the gratitude is another thing I talk about in stealth health because we need to not only be grateful for our medical doctors that have assisted us this far in our life, we need to be grateful for ourselves that we are awakening that there is better choices out there right. and grateful for people like you that are trying to bring us this information so that we can all be healthier in a different place. You know, the world is spinning faster and faster and people are oh, getting yeah. sicker and sicker at a younger age. Oh my gosh. I mean, I've been in practice long enough to see that things are changing and yep. it's not getting better. Well, I, I am grateful for some of the people like Jeffrey Bland, Mark Hyman, James Maskell, yeah. Chris Kresser. Some of mm -hmm. them, uh, and naturopathic doctors are making a huge rising right now. And I'm grateful for them because they... On Instagram, they're out there, mm -hmm. know, and they're talking about real stuff and real things that needs to be addressed. Yes. Because, you know, you can't just keep piling medications on top of medications without knowing the counteraction of the medication. Right. The, the side effects. And, uh, you know, medications are not researched like they once were. No. And they're only researched on, you know, a thousand, a few thousand people where they're released to market. And... Hundreds of thousands of people are taking them. You know, look at Vioxx. Remember Vioxx? Oh, when yeah. was, that was that, that killed 80,000 people yep. within five years. And it was an arthritis medication. It wasn't like it was some life-saving cancer drug. And it's just the FDA cannot protect us. The FDA can't protect us. Our medical doctors don't know what to tell us. It is up to us. And that's, you know, getting back to your original point, what's going to change this? It's it's the individuals out there that are going to make better choices right. for themselves and their kids and be examples to right. others. And one by one, the system will topple. I do believe right. that. And people like, you know, like your book where uh, somebody that doesn't know what to do and is confused, I mean, it doesn't know yes. who to reach out to, and, and yes. then and then you reach out to your friends, and that's like a big rabbit hole. <laughs> because <laughs> you reach out to your too. friends, and everybody's got an opinion about your disease, yes. and it's like, wait a minute. Well, my grandpa had that, and this is what he did. <laughs> I'm like, okay, a, that's chapter six. That's so funny you say that. It's a three sources to trust, three sources to the, to beware, and in the beware, it's everybody around you because opinions are like elbows. Everybody's got one. Exactly. Well, I call and it, I, I, I say uh -huh. opinions are like a-holes. Everybody's got one. <laughs> and I do- um, But I'm you know, glad still, you said it more politely in your book. <laughs> that I try. <laughs> And you know, in the book Stealth Health, I do try to make it a step-by-step -step process so that I can guide you along. My promise is that by the end of that book, by by the time you turn the last page, you will be taking your first steps towards true healing. Yep. And uh, we are designing um, online courses to help people as they dive in. Nice. But they can have, you know, a little bit of hand holding so that we can make it through. Cause that's where the frustrations are. You know, you're you don't feel good. You're sick. You're, you know, you've carved the time out of your life because that's what I teach you in stealth health is you gotta do your research. You gotta learn about you. You're you're going out there and you're meeting with a chiropractor or a naturopath or a homeopath so that you can start to make some changes. And it's it, and you know you're still not feeling well, and you know you got your yep. family members and your neighbors telling you everything you're doing is wrong, and and it's hard, it's so hard. But you know if you just keep working one step at a time, you will get there. Like I have, and like you have, right? Right. Yeah. I, mean, I, I I try through the podcast and through newsletters and whatever to re let people know. And I offer a 20-minute consultation for 
it's complimentary. So I won't tell you how to fix yourself in 20 minutes, but and you know, I'll give you some direction. You know, right. if you want to work with me, then fine. If you don't, that's cool too. But you know, there's options. There's options out there. And then, like I said, so say, true. You got to research different venues, not just Google. Doctor Google's amazing for a lot of things, and I Google a lot of stuff, but you, you can't. Yeah, you, you can't you rely can't trust on the, it, on the information. Right. Can't rely nope. on it. Yep. Yep. And that's, you know, that's why in Stealth Health, I talk about start with a book, start with a podcast, you know, get, and you know, the other thing too, as I mentioned, the three powerful questions, the first powerful question is to start asking yourself, what if I could heal? Hmm. What if I could heal? And use that as your waking thought in the morning, the thought before you go to sleep at night, just asking yourself that one question changes your mindset into the world of possibility and answers will start coming to you. The right person will show up, the right little tidbit of information, but you have to be ready for it because it's going to show up. Once you put your mind in that, just looking in that, in that, in that possibility. And um, so that's the first powerful question. You know, your listeners out there, if they get nothing else from this podcast, I hope they hear that one thing. Just start asking yourself that question. What if I could heal? And see what happens. What if I could heal? I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. What if I could heal? There's a world of opportunity for health and healing. And we just, you know, we just need to know where to look for it. And asking that first powerful question will open the doorway to things coming to you. Well, so. another thing, I am going to, I did a, a drug depletion, a prescription drug depletion chart that I'm going to put in the show notes. Oh, I love those. Yes. So I just saw I'm one gonna, of those for the first time. I'm yes. going to put one of those in the show notes. So if any listeners want to go down and download that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also your book notes. But there's, I mean, Nancy, I really appreciate you doing this book. Because this is so important today, in today's world more than anything. I mean, when our parents were growing up, our, were growing up, and our grandparents were growing up, the doctors had more time. Yeah, the doctors different. had small offices in the neighborhood. Right. The doctors were had a small practice. They didn't have the support, you know. Right. So that they had the time to be one on one. They had the different. time to say, "Hey," but the doctors today, and I'm not. It's not them, the it's individuals. Not them. It's not no. them. It's not the individuals because they do have a heart. Some of them. I mean, if you know what it is, Tom, it's the corporate right. medical care. Right. Um, have you read Elizabeth Rosenthal's book, An American Sickness? Uh, no. No, you I need haven't. that one. Okay. You need that one. The subtitle is How Healthcare Became Big Business and What You Can Do to Take It mm. Back. And she goes through exactly what you just alluded to and how things are different now. Like I remember when I was a little girl, my mom and I would walk the two blocks to my uh, GP's office. His office was in the basement of his home. Right. He, I remember him coming to the house and um, you know seeing me when yep. I was super ill. I mean, that doesn't happen anymore That's right. because... <laughs> They'll look at you like I got four eyes now. All right, you want me to come to your house? <laughs> And but it's different now because uh, healthcare is a business, and oh. Elizabeth Rosenthal really uh, outlines it. She's, I mean, her book is so great because it's full of one-on-one interviews and all kinds of footnotes and all kinds of research. It's it's fascinating, but it just confirms every bad thing you think about current our current healthcare system. Yep. Everything. Yep. It's all a mess. Yeah, you know, but it's it's. I think. I don't know if there's a way to fix it. I really don't. I think that I think that we have to. I think this is a good aspect of, of is educating yourself before you go to the physician. Yes, I think that's one good thing. I yes. think the other things are is there's other there's other avenues to reach out to. They're not always covered by insurance. Yes, but there are practitioners yeah. out there. There are health coaches out there. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, this is one thing I brought up in the in the podcast that you listened to with David Knorr is health coaches working with physicians. I don't think that's. I think uh, we'll see that someday, but I don't think we'll see it in the conventional medicine model. 
I think now, we'll see we, it when the doctors got sick of the conventional medicine and say, I'm going to go back to my own practice. Right. And they're outside of it. Right. And mm-hmm. they can say, okay, I need somebody to help me monitor this client when I'm not, when I don't have time to talk to them. Right. Yeah. You bring up a couple of really good points because really good, true healthcare will probably not be covered by your insurance company because the insurance companies are trained in the system and the conventional medical model. And like I said earlier, just never the twain shall meet. The vitalistic and mechanistic models, they're just two completely different things. And I, I think you're right. It could be that you know when the medical professional says, you know what, I got in this to help people and drugs kill, yep. whether pushed or prescribed, and I want to get away from that. And then they will become part of a more vitalistic right. movement. And then they will be, um, uh, they'll have an influx of patients coming to see them because that's where they are. You know, like I say to my, I have a referral list at my office and, and I tell my patients, well, this doctor uh, is more holistic in how they look at things. So, you know, you'll see eye to eye with them more easily. Let's touch base on the holistic before we go today, because mm-hmm. a lot of people think it's voodoo, you know, but let's look at the reality of it. Sure. This is holistic medicine has been practiced way before even prescription drugs were practiced. Yes. And just the common things like a cold. And I get my friends laugh at me all the time. They're like, hey, Tom, I got a cold coming. What should I take? You know, well, make some garlic soup. Garlic soup. Yep. You know, garlic put is some great ginger in there, make some garlic mm-hmm. soup, you know, put, and, and then, but we're so, I'm just saying, this gets laughed at. This concept gets laughed at a lot. And I get a lot of slack for like whatever it is. Well, okay. So, you know, I talk about this in stealth health too, that there are what I call true believers, like true believers in conventional medical care. Like you should just go see your doctor, just do what they tell you to do. Don't question, just they're true believers. There are some that are not ready to hear the message as well. And then the last thing I had to say really to that is the proof is in the pudding. Right. I recommend for my patients, I actually have a YouTube channel with over 110 videos on it. Um, They're all three minutes or so long. And one of them is called How to Avoid the Flu. And I talk about exactly what I do. I take olive leaf extract that kills viruses. I use Esperitox, which is an echinacea combination that boosts the immune system. I recommend essential oils. Now, essential oils are ancient medicine. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so much we can do with essential oils. Um, so yeah, the proof is in the pudding. You don't believe it. Okay. Keep getting sick right. while I continue to stay healthy. Knock on wood. Right. I mean, uh, like I, some friends of mine laugh at me because I, I put mushroom powder in my coffee, uh-huh, a little bit chaga. of coconut oil. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like, you should get yeah. two rattles and a, a set of head feathers on your head <laughs> and, and do a little chant before you drink your coffee. Hey, whatever works, right? <laughs> Knock on wood. It's been two years since I got a cold. Knock on wood. That's right. Because mm-hmm. of the, in the mushroom coffee. I kind of yeah, I love it too. I, I know. know. I use it myself. And now I'm hey, looking at, let's go ahead. I was going to tell you, since I keep bringing up stealth health, one of the things I have for your listeners. Well, that was your book. That's book, my cell health. That's right. Um, I have the uh, I have the first chapter. It's the introduction available for them at my drnancy.health uh, webpage. Okay. It's drnancy.health. I made it easy so you don't have to spell my last name. Drnancy.health. And they just go there and they can get the first chapter where I talk about what the frustrations are today. I just, you know, I just... I, I know it because I've been there. And then what my core message is for the book, Stealth Health, and my promise to your listeners and my readers about what they will have by the time they turn that last page. I think this is a life changer for people. I'm so excited. I, I'm really excited for this book as myself. I would love for you to read it and then recommend it to others I that you know. I will definitely do that. Because you know, the book is not for everybody. It's for that person that knows there's a better way. They just don't know how to navigate and how to find it. Well, I think there's so many people out there that go to the physicians and still feel like crap. Yeah. And they don't know where to turn. They say, well, I think the doctor said he's done everything he can do. But you still feel like crap. So there's got to be more. 
Well, they only have, I mean, so, yeah, they only have so many tools in their toolbox right. at a medical doctor. I, I look at a client like a jig, a puzzle. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that all the pieces are in the box. I need to start <laughs> from the outside, maybe work inward. I love that concept. But the, it, it's there. I mean, when you're trying to dig and dig and dig, you have to play Columbo, if you will, mm-hmm. and say, well, what, what? What did you do six months ago before this start? What happened six yes. months ago before this disease started? Yes. Or yes. what happened last week? Or well, it's usually not a week. It's just, what happened eight months ago that brought this, what made you start yeah. feeling like this? Well, I yeah. got around to buy antibiotics. Uh, oh, ding, ding, ding. You know? Right. Yeah, there right. goes your gut health in one day. You know? I see, I see that with, as a chiropractor with people's structure. You know, today they uh, bent down to pet the dog and couldn't stand up. Right. Well, guess what? It wasn't the dog that did it. It was something that happened last right. week, last month, or last year. And you know, it by just because I've been doing this so long, after I start working on them and look at their X-rays, I can say, well, yeah, it was something that happened between five and seven years ago. What was it? Right. You know how people are. They're going to say nothing. Nothing right. happened. <laughs> and then they think of it. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. All right, Doctor Nancy Health. Yes, drnancy.health. You bought a dot .health? I did. It was insanely expensive, Tom. Okay, I won't look it for it. <laughs> you better That's use crazy. it. That's crazy. I like go, that, though. Go there and download that first chapter. Mm-hmm. I will, for sure. I love it. Thank you. Well, question for you before you leave. And if you listen to my show, you know what I'm going to ask. Yes, I do. If Dr. Nancy had 30 to 45 minutes to kill, mm-hmm. what would Dr. Nancy listen to? You know how we can, you can spot people that are living their life's purpose? Mm-hmm. Like they just, they have an intensity about them. When they, when they are in their zone, it's like they're a different person. Mm-hmm. I believe that Prince was one of those people and he suffered for his art. I love Prince's music. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's, he's, he was a ge- musical genius. I, have to, I will not disagree with that. Yes, musical genius. And you know, when I found out the way that he died because he was in pain, I said to myself, if only I had been there. And I don't say that anyway in an egotistical way, but I think to myself, I think I could have figured him out. I think I could have helped him, whether it was me or somebody else. I think I could have done that for him. And it just breaks my heart. That is something that to leave the show with because there are other, and and this is something I want the listeners to know is there's, there's, Ways around your disease. Yes. There, there are there are answers. Don't give up. The answers are out there. Right. Absolutely. Don't give Absolutely. up. And just keep digging till you find it. And if you have to tell a doctor, I don't want to see you anymore, and move on, move on. Right, right. It's all about you. It's mission you. Yep. It's 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 not about anybody else. It's all about you. Oh, doctor, I'm gonna say thank you very much for reaching out to me. I appreciate it very much. And I, this this is, was so fun, Tom. Oh, I'm glad you came on. We can do it again. I yes. enjoy it. All right. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net.